Man, nope. I hope I we're not going to war. Real sick and tired of you doing these <laughs> what? things. Doing what? Why can't you just, you know, do you and just fucking do it? I'm trying. Franco is just ah oh man. He's stuck in 2019, guys. We're all in 2020 and he's he's lost in in the stars. As usual, I'm very blindsided by this. I don't know where this is coming from. As usual. I don't as know. You, we rehearsed this. Let's <laughs> scripted we did, we did right not. here. It's right next to us. I, it's DeAndre just pointed at his Wendy's cup. <laughs> it's not, half full of lemonade. This is champagne in a bottle. That's champagne. That's a weak looking champagne. This is you are a weak looking human. Maybe. Hey guys, welcome back. This is another episode of Discussion Ready. We go into it. We, we get, come out of it. We go hard. We get into this new year, new you. We same us. Talk about some motivational topics. They're going to hear it on the podcast. Why are you giving in them index? We yell about some things. Oh, uh, Franco yells. I just step back because it kind of scares me. Welcome. That's true. That did happen. Why? Why are we talking? Okay. Anyways. This is the intro. We're talking like this is our... Anyways, welcome back. Welcome back. Happy New Year, Ready Pod listeners. Shaka Khan. Return of the Mac. Blah, blah, blah. We just found out Igne. that... Igne. Just... Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out that Return of the Mac is <laughs> <laughs> you quiet down there. You Monique is, Monique is in the other room and heard us. And Hi room. guys, welcome back. I just wanted to, you know, goof around like normal. I just found out that Return of the Mac is Andrew Yang's theme song, or at least he's been walking out to it. And I just want to say respect. And I just got a shout out to Franco. He's one of the greatest friends I could ever have. He gave me one of the best Christmas presents ever, a MAGA hat. He supports my decision so much, even though it's not his decision. See, he's already scoffing at it because he hates it, but he accepts who I am. And the cat's out of the bag, guys. Sorry. Donald Donald Trump 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 is is who DeAndre supports. And I, I support him. I bought him a MAGA hat. Straight from the campaign, so he supports Trump. Too. I went to a rally. <laughs> you went. Okay, you're taking it too far. I stood in the audience. I was like, "Yep, yep, that's what I like. I like to hear this. All this being mean and, and green, talking bad about people. Orange. And hey, don't bash tax, our president. Tax okay. cuts for the rich. Hey, hey, corporations all day. That's not cool." All day. All right. He's, Citizens he's United really all trying day. hard. He's actually trying hard to make the country better, and you're making fun of him. No, I'm not. I'm serious. I, I think that it's good that Trump gave tax cuts to rich people. They deserve the money. They deserve it. They're he rich. gave tax cuts to you, too. Don't act like you're not privileged. No, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I checked, and, you know, if he had, that would have been, been awesome as president. If you did, I, I checked. I didn't get any. But I, I understand. I mean, I don't, I'm not rich. So I don't deserve it. The the rich people deserve them. I mean, come on, let's be real. They're the as ones long that as you understand create that, create the jobs. As long as you understand that, you know, he's gonna get the nomination. He's gonna be the the forty fifth president of the United States. Sorry, the forty sixth president of the United States. Let me tell oh, you. Actually, if you guys hadn't got caught on at this point in time, 
We are 100% satirically joking here. We are and not. neither of us care. <laughs> I mean, we care about the political thing. The life, but the, yeah. going off on a tangent here, I have to show you something that I saw in New York. I did not go to a Trump rally, and I did not buy DeAndre a MAGA hat. No, he a did MAGA not. MAGA hat. But he did buy me clear. for Christmas. He got me two Andrew Yang buttons, which is freaking great, and I love it. It's yes. awesome. Um and and DeAndre said that I'm a, a real friend because even though Andrew Yang is not my first choice, I still supported Andrew Yang to buy DeAndre this but these buttons. Um, that's how good of a friend I am. He's amazing, but oh, I suck. Stop. But I have. Oh God! Someone's calling me. And that is the James Bond. Song. We will cut it here. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> so real quick, um, shout out to the goat. Brad Pitt just won a Golden Globe while we were recording in real time for his role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Which if I you're wondering, watched. if we're watching the Golden Globes, no, we're utilizing Twitter to know what's happening. Yeah, because unlike most award shows that don't really matter, because most of them really don't, they're getting no. better. They're getting they're getting better. Yeah. Um, the Golden Globes is one of those ones that doesn't really matter. You know, I it's do kind of weird. I do the same thing with award shows that I do with like election returns, where with both of them, in the weeks leading up to it, I'm like that. That's stupid. I'm not gonna pay attention to that. Like I'm not gonna watch as the election returns come in. I'll just look at my phone. I'll be chill. I'll have something to you know something to eat while I'm while I'm looking at them. And then the night comes and I'm like, I gotta see what's happening right now. Yeah. And I turn it on and I'm like, oh my God, do you see what's happening? They just they just lost Iowa. Or and then I'm like, same thing with the award shows. I'm like, oh my God, Brad Pitt just won. Uh, creepy voice, but okay. <laughs> um, uh, I, I would put, everyone would put the Oscars on a higher merit than the Golden Globes and yeah. the Emmys. The Emmys are above that. Like the Golden Globes is like kind of the odd, awkward third child. <laughs> I just sit there. Yeah. But it does give you kind of like, you know, an understanding of where things might be going with the Oscars and stuff. So, yeah. But still, the Emmys and the Oscars, that's all you really need. There's so many award shows. Uh, There's too many. Talking earlier to Riley, I think it was, yeah. And we were talking about, like award shows and why there's like teens choice and kids choice and um, people's choice and the Oscars and the Golden Globes and the Emmys. And there was, I don't know if they still do it, but when Spike channel was a thing, it's Paramount network now, but they had the, uh, the, 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 not the man awards, but it was like the the action movie awards or something and or or like the spike movie awards or something and then there's the mtv movie awards mm -hmm. and just, you know there's just so many like award shows for and you know what the only thing that really should matter is the oscars the emmys and the razzies because the razzies are the best thing that that like, should be televised the ones that are so bad yeah that's yeah that's true and they like invite no one shows up to them but they invite those people who like are nominated and except the one person who did show up was a uh, Halle Berry to accept mm. her Razzie. And it was great. It was for Catwoman. Um, anyways, welcome back. Sorry uh, for back. the interruption. It is a new decade. It is a new decade. No, we are not Trump supporters. No, we are not. <laughs> um, we support him being, I guess, president. Cause that is politically how it turned out, but we don't support him being president. Yeah. Like he's not, 
We don't, we don't like, back him. We don't like things that he does. He's the president, but it doesn't mean we have to like it. No. Um, DeAndre supports Andrew Yang. I do. I like that man. And the more and more I see him tweet and talk about things, even more so. I was telling you how I feel like he should be my friend. He's a big old nerd. You know, obviously, these math buttons and math hats and everything. And uh, he likes nerdy things like Star Wars and stuff like that. And he watches football, which is amazing. And we're going to talk about that because the playoffs are happening currently. Wild Card Weekend just wrapped up. If you're not a football fan, I am sorry. We will not talk. I will not talk about it as long, but I just <laughs> feel like we got to talk about it. We should talk about it. I mean, this is discussion ready. We got to talk about all we're things. Discuss things before we get into Star Wars because the second half, this is going to be the Star Wars episode. Also, this, yeah, this is a Star Wars episode. I want you guys. Here and now, it's 2020. Go make a podcast. Go make a podcast. Go Just do it. Set something up. If there is something you are interested in, go do it. Or write a book. Or make a movie. Make a move. Do something. It doesn't was, even have to be good. You yeah. don't you don't have to do you know that ghostwriters exist? I'm sure like a good portion of our audience knows that ghost ghostwriters exist, but I mean, we were just talking about this. Like, think about this, guys. DeAndre and I started this podcast on our my phone. Almost exactly a year ago. And we did it because it was just something we would been talking about for a long time. We talked about it for like a year before we did it. And now, then we finally actually did it. I think you were like so hyped about it. You're like, I want to do a podcast. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah, you weren't all that into the idea at first. No, and then like you kept bringing it up and I kept dismissing it. And then finally I was like, we need to do a podcast. I don't even know what enticed me, but I was like, we need to do a podcast. And you're like, finally, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I've been telling you this. I don't remember what it was either. You know what I think it might've been? (laughs) What I think it might've been? I think I sent you the Elon Musk, Joe Rogan podcast and you got really into it and you were like, that was amazing. I want to do podcasts. I think that might've been, but in any event, like think about this guys, we started the podcast on my phone. Now we have a decent, quality sound and there's a group of you that actually listen to this show every week and look forward to it and tell us how much you enjoy it and we were able to fund a trip based on donations from our listeners to travel that all happened that within a very short amount of time you just got to start and now we can step it up now we're going to step it up more for 2020 big things coming in 2020 we're going to be good. 2020 is the year we became profitable, but not because we were looking for the money, but because it just happened. That's right. DeAndre has Decent. some big plans for 2020. I have some big plans for 2020. And we have some big plans for the podcast in 2020, which we're excited to share with you Why guys. Why we're saying just write a book, just do the thing. Just the, do the thing. 2020 is do the thing. I do tweeted, the, no, what did I tell you? Uh, do the scary do the, thing. Do the scary thing. Do the scary thing. Do the scary thing. You know, I'm going to live up to that. Do the scary thing. Yeah. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid. Um, and if time. you're afraid of it, just let the fear drive you to do it. Maybe the fear shows you that you should do it. That's the thing that you should do. I mean, you know, obviously, if you're scared of Did you move going to around? jail, that's probably not the thing you should do. But if you're scared of, like, testing yourself and pushing your limits and things like that, then, then yeah, you probably should do it. What did you say? I'm sorry. I'm getting <laughs> distracted in our... Our makeshift studio. Did you move things around? Monique redecorated. Okay. Without the permission of the studio. I know. Wow. We're in my loft, fam. Party foul. (laughs) Party foul. You still need to get Monique on the show. 
You were, you promised people that, and you never delivered. I did. That, see, I did. not only did we do great things in 2019, we failed in 2019. We failed in Because 2019. of certain things that we were going to establish and do, which we never did. We screwed or up. Or haven't done yet. So, okay, okay, we didn't screw up. But we failed. We, we, yeah. It's over. We had success. This is over. Goodbye. This is, I guess we're done. We're He's, crashing. We're burning. This is with Apollo, whichever one crashed in the ocean. We should crash parties for our podcast, like crash events. Like Just show up discussion ready crashes. Crashes. Uh, I would love that. The newsroom. Yeah. Before we talk about sports stuff, I promised myself I was going to remind you. You wanted to talk about um, insecurities, about in, uh, insecurities, or what was the insecurity? Is that what you said? You wanted to talk about? I can't. I know I discussed it with you. I think um, he, I think it was. I think he, I think it was insecurity. It was just like holding back and like not yeah. saying the thing that you need to be saying. I don't know what I don't even remember what the purpose was, but I know the way that made me feel is like I felt like I was empty, not empty. I was, I wasn't able. I didn't have a release because I didn't talk about something in one of the episodes. I don't know. I can't even remember what it was, but I just I just was like Franco. I held back saying this or that, and I don't know why I did that. I shouldn't have held back, and it's. Just like human nature, sometimes you just hold off on something. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. And a lot of times it's fine that you think about what you're going to say. That's what you should do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if it's something that's – I don't know how to say it. If it's – it's, I mean, it's common sense. If it's something you shouldn't say, obviously, don't yeah. say it. But if it's not – it's it's more beneficial or necessary to talk about, then sure. But – it, it insecurities get to everybody. I remember that's what I was thinking of like talking about was like, everybody gets it. doesn't matter how repetitious you are on whatever you do from like, let's say candidates campaigning on the campaign trail, I'm sure are feeling like insecure, but they step up to the plate and say what needs to be said or, yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure someone who's doing like the nightly news, uh, you know, I was like, how do I look? I don't know. I'm I'm live right now, so I can't look. So this is how it is. You know, they think in the back of your head or us in the podcast being like, we're discussing something and then you want to say something, but then you hold back because, oh, I don't, I don't know how that's going to be received. You know, mm-hmm. and I just, that, that was my like hot take on that. You know, I am trying this thing for 2020 that I would encourage everybody to try. I, have a hard time speaking up when it comes to my professional life. So I've decided that now whenever I'm in a professional situation and um, I feel like I want to say something, but I'm scared to say it. I'm just promising myself that every time that happens, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it once a day. I don't have to do it every time, but once a day, I'm going to say it, say the thing and just see what happens. And so far it's actually been really well received most of the time. And you don't have to do that in public. You can do that in the mirror, mm-hmm. you know, to yourself. Yeah. You can build your self-confidence by doing it with yourself. You don't have to, like, put yourself out there in risky situations. You can grow a little bit at a time. If you want to meditate, start off meditating one minute a day, you know. And then pretty soon, maybe yeah, you'll want to do five and then ten. And that goes with, like, happy 2020. How should we start off the year? Uh that goes with like, I got back and I've been wanting to like clean up my room, get rid of things that I don't need anymore. Cause I'm planning to move eventually sometime this year, soonish. Um, and 
there's like things that I want to get rid of, but then I end up not really getting it done, but at least I got a little bit of it done instead of nothing at all. So like little pieces here and there gradually like take, but not replacing it with more crap where that crap already was, you know, pulling, getting rid of whatever doesn't need to be get used or it doesn't have benefit in my life anymore and not replacing it. Cause then that's just like, there's no point. You just, Mm-hmm. put something else there and to take up space um but and this time of year january is like everyone has like high hopes obviously it's a new year and everyone it's it's a it's a holiday every year we do that the whole world does this happy new year and people set goals for the year and some people hold on to them but majority do not they they stay the same. They yeah. They don't. It's a mindset change. It's and it doesn't matter. You your your new year could start today, or in July. Like your new year could be your birthday. You don't have as long as you need to work on your mindset. Not it's not the year that changes you. It's you that changes you. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that like oh I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna eat healthier. I'm gonna do that. Great. They do it for like two weeks, but then they didn't build the habit. They break off from it. They let. Um, temptation get in the way, all this stuff. Uh, and it's just trying to push forward in your new thinking. Like it's fine. Yeah, as long as you have a your new way of life, as long as you like the way you're living it, yada yada yada, you're fine. You know, and you don't if you like the way things are going, that's fine too. You don't have to mm-hmm. there's no reason the new year has to mean you have to change something, like something has yeah. to shift. Just make this the year that you actually do progress, you know, because for me, that actually was 2019. I actually did start to move in a direction that I felt good about and I'm planning on keeping it going in 2020 and make it, you know, growing way more, but don't just let it be another year where nothing happens and you just feel the same at the end. This time last year, I finally got on a, a, a good production that promptly got shut down because of our fearless president. So it started off very rocky and I had to find ways to survive throughout the year up until the summer, managed, got another product, got on something else, which led to something else, which built. And through that, I had a lot of crap in the middle of it. So there was just, even though my career was taking more and more steps forward, I was still dealing with a lot of shit. So, I mean, 2019, I hated it. But in the career aspect, it was very beneficial. And 2020, I'm ready to slingshot forward and build upon what happened and what growth came. And I don't know. I'm, we're not here to be a self-help thing. And that's not. We're, we're not. just. We're most mostly here for discussion. But it's a new year. You got to start out on the right foot. If you want self-help, go follow us on Twitter at ReadyPod. <laughs> Like, yeah, we can provide that. Or uh, mostly from the people that re- we retweet. Or focus on us. if you need some self guidance and self help, and you're into that stuff. Follow Gary. Gary V. Yeah, and who, who's who's another like inspirational like speaker to follow? Yeah, The Rock. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson actually is oh, a really Dwayne good one, Johnson. even though he's a celebrity. Like, I think his merit gets dinged a little bit because he's a celebrity, and people are like, "Oh, Dwayne Johnson," but he really did come from nothing if like you, and he never he doesn't let himself forget that yeah. he, he can be whatever attitude he is because where he knows he's been uh, i've watched know? so many videos of his like, his, like he literally like 
literally like people probably call you know like they blow out him blow him off they're like oh he's just a big dumb celebrity he literally had nothing and then was struggling and struggling steve harvey too steve, steve harvey is another one um, david goggins if you guys need some like re- some motivation to go to the gym in specific or just like anything but especially going to the gym watch a david goggins video on instagram like he is a monster and his book is really good too see i don't know i don't know what else to add to that somebody somebody really cool to follow on um twitter for like growth personal growth personal development that type of thing deandre follow, montoya. follow deandre montoya tonight <laughs> what are you doing you know, I, I told, what did i tell you i'm doing i'm not what did i say for my 2020 thing i was in new york and i was deandre just got back from new york by the way oh yeah i went to new york for new year's that was a fun experience. Definitely recommend doing it. We did not go to Times Square because that's who that's insane. Mm. Like you're nuts if you do that. Um, but we did go do other New York style things for New Year's, which was great. We were on a yacht and we got to see the city and the Statue of Liberty and enjoy part of the fun. Um, but uh, I, I tweeted it. I think you liked it mm. about not worrying about other people and just saying what what you want to say? What I want to say? It's my my social media and just like doing it for me. Yeah. Rather than like, because I had seen a lot of people doing like the chain message stuff and like this and that and just like being the followers, you mm-hmm. know. And like, I almost shared it too, but then I was like, why am I doing this? Like, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I want. Like, I, who cares? You know? Yeah. I mean, within reason. I don't want to like start spouting like racist bull crap and like yeah being derogatory anyway but but you want to like <coughs> share things that are for you that come from you yeah like naturally and yeah speaking of somebody else who's so the person i was going to say to follow who's actually really good when it comes to stuff like that is also he, he's also really good at that there's a guy named naval on twitter n-a-b-a-l follow him on twitter he's really intelligent and interesting i don't always agree with all of his politics not that he's super political, but he does, you know, tweet some things every now and I'm not super in agreement with him. But like when it comes to his like stuff about um, taking care of yourself and like making money and things like that, he's fantastic. Yeah, but at the same time, like don't fall into the self help trap. Like it's fine that people have motivational speakers. I think one of my favorite uh, ads that kind of make fun of that is one of the new Geico commercials that came out. Right, was that that. that it says that. Pinocchio um it's like a dad and kid I think talking Mm. about like a story or something and then the dad's like Pinocchio would make a terrible motivational speaker (laughs) and then it goes to Pinocchio in a in a conference room with a bunch of average looking people and you will be great (laughs) that's exactly he's like you I, I look around this room and I see untapped potential and his nose starts growing and everyone's like, <gasps> Oh my God. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to say too, I, I actually retweeted something through the discussion ready page. Just always remember that if you're getting inspiration from somebody online, they don't have the context of your life. So they might not say the thing that you need to hear, but you can always look inward and find, you know what you need to do. Just use those people for the extra push. Yeah. You know, it's fine to have a little guidance, but do you, do you. Don't start trying to live for other people and what other people, other people's experiences 
to get to where they went mm-hmm. because you're living a different life in a different city in a different moment in time. Yeah. In a different time, like lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it doesn't match. And some people might have similar things, you know, there could be someone in New York that has the same struggle that ultimately like leads to something else, but they might be going down a different path. You know, mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. Um, and then you'll find your you find your people. You find your people. And you keep finding your people. Anyways, let's get off this. Happy 2020. Welcome back. We are in the new year and ready to go. Ready to go. Uh and who knows who's not ready to go? The New England Patriots. No, they're not. <laughs> they're they're out. They're out done. of the playoffs. So this weekend, if no one follows football, was wild card weekend, the first weekend of the nfl playoffs this is the first round which leads to the divisional the divisional round which goes into the championship games which leads to the super bowl wild card weekend is a bunch of teams that did good enough to make it and just squeeze in teams that are good enough to make it but also teams that just barely made it as well put it pitted against each other and those move on. Winners move on to the divisional round. It was the Titans versus the Patriots, the Eagles versus the Seahawks, the oh man, now I'm blanking. Um, the Vikings and the Saints, and who else moved forward? The AFC uh, teams. Ah, uh, draw a blank. I don't know who pushed who pushed forward this weekend. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm telling you. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, so anyways, this weekend, they all went up against each other for the first round. Patriots fell to the Titans in a glorious fashion. Tom Brady, if you haven't seen the video, got intercepted and all but killed their chances. And it was a very well-played chess game. And I'm sure plenty of Patriots fans, I do apologize if you are a Patriots fan, but everybody understands that, like, wh- everybody who's watched football understands that the Patriots are, like, the the bane of everyone's existence. And yeah. it's just, like, cathartic that they fell in the wild card because they've never – they haven't been in the wild card for 10 years. They've always been in higher up divisional – like, depending on your record, if you do really good, you get what's called a bye week, so you don't play this this wild card weekend – you get to play next weekend automatically in the next round because you did so well. And the Patriots for the last 10 years have done so well that they haven't had to host a wild card game until this weekend (laughs) because they didn't do as well. So they ended up falling to the Titans, which is uncharacteristic because the Patriots should have handled that business, but so happens it didn't happen. They're out. Titans move on. They're going to face the Ravens, I believe. Um, and then on the other side, it wasn't, it wasn't, it's, it's football, you know? So all the, all the teams that moved forward with the, the Vikings beat the saints, which is very upsetting, but whatever the Seahawks moved on and the Titans. And I don't know why I'm blanking on the fourth team. Don't know. I'm going to pull it up real quick. While you do that, I just want to say as a casual Fan, I wouldn't even say fan necessarily, but as a person who watches football casually, 
in the sense that I almost always watch the Super Bowl and usually catch a couple of games here and there. I am thrilled that the Patriots are not going to be in the Super Bowl again because I'm really getting sick of watching the same game every single year. Yep. It's exhausting. And, and the best it makes part my is... parents unhappy. It makes my friends unhappy. Everyone's <laughs> in a bad mood. I, you know, like, I'm just like, the world is going to be better for this <laughs> not to happen again. This is the, and this is the best thing that happened because it was the wild card round and they, first game out. So it's not a Patriots uh, Super Bowl by any means. Um, it was the Bills and the Texans. That's right. The Texans pulled it out. Little statistics that was running after the Saints-Vikings game. There was four out of the six last final, the last um, playoff games ended in an overtime. That's insane. But and a lot of them came this week. Three of them came this weekend. The Bills and Texans went into overtime. The or sorry, two came this weekend, and the Vikings and Saints happened in overtime as well. And the Patriots were just trying to win, but they couldn't do it. And a lot of talk about it is that Tom Brady may not be playing with the the Patriots next season. Let's see what happens. Ooh, uh, that's been a big big talk around that game because if they won, then maybe he stays. But they lost, so he might be moved on from – he's a free agent. So if Tom Brady wants to leave the Patriots, he can leave the Patriots is basically what that's saying. So people are already speculating that he may leave. No one believes, honestly, that he'll retire because there's a lot of people don't believe that he would end his game, his like career that way. But plenty of games have ended for career for people that way. I believe Brett Favre's ended in like an interception as well. Uh, some it just it's the nature of the beast. But it is playoff month, leading up to the Super Bowl in Miami. Here we go. My team, the Green Bay Packers, are in the playoffs. They play next weekend in the divisional round at Lambeau Field against the Seahawks. So we'll see you, Hawks, in Lambeau. Get ready. And bye bye, Patriots. Bye-bye, Bills. Bye-bye, Bills. All the poor Bills fans. I think one of the the one funnier part about that is Houston. um, They started posting videos in Houston uh, in Walmarts throughout Houston. And they're like, do you guys have any foldable tables? And the managers or like employees are like, no, we don't. We sold out in all the foldable tables. The Bills Mafia came in and took them all. Um, (laughs) Because if you don't know the Bills fans have a tradition of smashing tables. So at tailgates and, and all, all, all the celebrations they do, they literally like buy foldable tables and they crash into them. They body slam them and break them. Oh my God. It's a Bills tradition. And so when they were in Houston, uh, all the Bills fans in around the stadium, or, or all the Walmarts around the Texans stadium, had no foldable tables because the bills bought them all. Mm. Um, so that was kind of funny, but sorry, bills next season, you guys have a strong young team. So I think, I think that's not the last time we'll see you in the playoffs. Uh, sorry, Eagles, your guys' pat, uh, quarterback went down again for like the third time, this third time in three seasons. And that definitely hindered you guys. Unfortunately, 
so sorry there. And then Saints, I don't know what happened there. Like you guys fought so hard <laughs> and you let the Vikings win. And I'm upset by it because I'm a Packers fan. And you know, you know the rivalry there if you know. Um, so thanks for nothing, Saints. Um, and that's another thing we'll have to see what what the Saints are gonna do next season and all these teams that just kind of and the Patriots. What are the Patriots going to do? What are the Bills going to do? And but the point is, we still have playoffs going on, and I am excited for next weekend. It it's going to be great. We're one step closer to the Super Bowl. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez are the halftime show. It's going to be fantastic in Miami. In Miami, beautiful Miami in February. Ready, ready. You hear that? Go pack, go. Um, what else? I mean, it's been a busy. It's been a busy first few days of January. Honestly, it, has, it really has. Been. Literally, everybody like New Year's Eve partied it up. New Year's Day, everyone was recovering. I know I was. <laughs> I know my friends were. Um, and then all of a sudden, we have not all of a sudden. Australia was already on fire. Um, <laughs> Australia was on fire. Trump decides to. Go kill one of the most like prolific Soleimani like heads. Of, I'm just like, oh god, and we might we might we're leading into a new conflict, potentially, hopefully not. But might be going to war with Iran. Uh, hopefully not. I'm just gonna hold. I'm just not gonna. We're gonna see what happens. Uh, and then, ugh, I'm just thinking about that. Just ugh. I know it's very scary. It's very upsetting. It really is like. How old are you, Franco? I'm 26. Oh, I think we were talking about this earlier today with Riley. Uh, the cutoff age, I believe, we said was 25 for the draft. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. So me and you are safe, but Riley can be drafted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll bring back the draft. No, that definitely won't. But but. I someone, don't. I don't think there'll be a World War Three. But someone on like, yeah, that was everyone was very highly like, yeah. Um, but the memes, like, oh, if you think memes. about the differences in two thousand one and twenty nineteen, I mean, two different scenarios <laughs> that led into the conflict, you know. Yeah. But still have to be compared. Two thousand one, the internet existed, but it was super fledgling. You you didn't really have it in the context of today, and then. You have current time where you're fully integrated into the internet and international like <clears throat> conversation with people. We're gonna stop here. We'll cut come back into it in just a second. You're a good reader, so we need you. No, I don't think I. I would be very shocked if there was. First of all, I don't think there's gonna be a World War Three. Second of all, I don't think there's gonna be a draft. We gotta get rid of this guy. Welcome back, guys. This is gonna be a little bit of an extended episode. That's okay, but uh, we we pulled it up just to see what the cutoff age is. Yeah, so the cutoff age, twenty six years old. That's when you're cut off. However, if the U.S. deemed it necessary, they can push to up to 54 years of age, depending if you have necessary or certain needed skills or experience, which the more you know. 
Although, the, you know, again, it is worth repeating. The draft has not happened for a very long time. I mean, I don't remember. I think Vietnam was the last time there was a draft. Discussion, maybe, but. Um, discussion. There, I'm trying to remember. There was a, no, 9-11, there was a draft discussion. They, like, contemplated it. but I don't think they contemplated the draft. I think, like, there was, hold on. Well, they didn't pass anything right through. U.S. military draft. On the day of 1973, the Selective Service announced there would be no further draft calls. The decision came up for several months. Okay, so 1973 was the last time there was an active draft. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, that's, what is that, like 40, 40 years? Yeah, but also another point that someone made online was – that the draft isn't necessary because systematic poverty yeah. has taken that place because the draft, um, the military provides housing and healthcare and education. Yeah. But at the end of that, they don't No, Like the after you're out, like you're pulled out, like yeah. you it's, lose your stuff and it, it kind of suck. sucks. You can, I mean, there's, you know, for disabled veterans, there's lots of services, services, so, yeah. but there's also like, an insane amount of like homeless veterans you see out yeah begging and stuff like that it kind of sucks um, real tragedy but yeah big week big week in 2020 <laughs> to start happy new year let's let's start some fires and uh, start some wars right um but going back into the topic that i was saying 911 versus 2019 um 2001 media had a lot more power because they were and government because they were able to manipulate people into thinking be a patriot you mm-hmm. know we were just attacked let we have to go after these assholes who did it blah 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 under this guise of that they expanded like oh there's mass weapons of mass destruction we need to take care of these people and these people they're all responsible you know and because we didn't have as open access to the internet as we do today to discuss these things amongst other people and learn. Yeah. Uh, people easily fell for it, you know, and being like, yeah, we need to go, we need to do this. Yeah. And to be fair, we were just attacked as the U S and, you know, it was an emotional response being like, I need to join. I need to, we need to go after these people. So that understandable, it was how they disguised it, you know? So yeah. if, there it was more open and free. We could talk about how today, in the current time frame that we are, how Mike Pence is spewing bullshit about how this guy was tied to this and that, you know, and people can actually discuss openly and be like, "No, that's wrong. That's a lie. Don't fall for this. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't fall for this crap," you know. So it's the internet is today is very much more helpful in that regards to providing everyday people like, no, 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 don't fall for that. That's wrong. Uh, fact check this. Uh, you know, this is what the media is going to try to push for. If we do get in a conflict. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's a good point. I mean, I, we always hear older folks like boomer generation. People talk about how our age group is less, you know, educated or we we don't all we care about is our phones or whatever but i would say i think if you look at what we know just the average millennial knows about things going on in the middle east and like the u.s conflicts in the middle east compared with what the previous generations knew about that stuff 
at their age? I'd say we probably know way more. That's just a guess. I haven't looked at any evidence, but that's my guess. Because, like, we, with the internet, like, yes, in one sense, it is kind of, like, funny. These, like, all these memes and stuff that are going around right now. But You like, can easily get distracted. You can easily 100%. get distracted, yeah. The, but, like... Within those, even within those silly memes and stuff, I would say there's like knowledge about world events. It's not always perfect. We don't always know the details, but I I think probably overall we have a good understanding of things that are going on in the world and like just the ability now for people to communicate and say, hey, maybe we're not being told the truth. Like remember last time when they didn't tell us the truth? Maybe that's happening again. The big media, uh, like, you know, the big mainstream media outlets, they just don't have as much power to kind of like manipulate yeah to manipulate us push us one way or the other anymore not us well yeah but i mean i mean there's still things that manage but i would i would say we do i would say our knowledge base has grown because example a i took apart my uh washer and dryer today to go in there and look to see what if what's wrong with it and figure out stuff and i use youtube for it how do, how do I take this part? What should I be looking for? Help me learn that easy. Yeah. While Terry in bumfuck middle of nowhere <laughs> is on the internet clicking on some link because there's a hot single in his area that wants to date him. And yeah. now he has a virus on his computer and he doesn't know why. Yep. By the way. Or, or there's a picture online going around being like, oh, did you see this picture of – this said known person, this known celebrity doing drugs or, oh, saying this online and it's a deep fake. Yeah. You know, where we, that's not real, you know, whereas Terry in the middle of nowhere is like, I I just saw the news posted about this, like this, this website called the real news with two L's.com. It's just posted this, like that's real. That's how can you fake? Then <laughs> how could you fake this? You can see it's fake. It's yeah. fake. You well, know, so yeah, and that is going to be a problem. You know, we're in a new age where people are trying to have to figure so, out how to, how to navigate these things. Yeah, but just imagine like if Vietnam era had this access. Yeah, like how different things could have been. Maybe people sharing Noam Chomsky quotes on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been. You know, I mean, and you're right. I, you know, culturally right now, memes are the thing, you know, yeah. like they still pass in for, they're not useless. I'm sure like someone of an older generation or older age, they'll look at it and be like, I don't get it. What's this SpongeBob thing? <laughs> you know, and then you, we laugh, but at the same time, we connect with the rest of the people that are liking it on Reddit or Facebook, yeah. whatever, because we all understand collectively like what it means, you know? Yeah, exactly. So should we talk about Star Wars? Nah, I think we're good. I we're think good. we can cut Just the episode here. Wrap it up. All right, thanks so much for listening, guys. This That's all you need to know about Star Wars. <laughs> it sucked. You can tell it sucked. DeAndre's feelings about the movie. I was pissed. I was so mad. Okay. I told you, I told you this when we left. I was you like, did. that pissed me off. You did. I was He was so much more upset than I thought he was gonna be. I was so I let it digest. Those were my initial like things. I let it digest. And yes, it's pretty. It's a standard Disney turd of a film. It Oof. it honestly, guys. I, this is not the way you should have ended Skywalker. This isn't how Skywalker. This isn't how the Star Wars like universe should have ended. It it deserves more than this. 
So as a, as a huge Star Wars fan, I do not feel that this is how the saga should have ended. For one thing, ah, oh man, we're going to say, okay, what about this? Why don't we start off with the things that we liked? Bobble Frick. <laughs> I was just going to, because there were things that I liked about the movie. There are things that I liked a lot. Boba Frick is wonderful. He's in a wonderful little character, wonderful little addition, very Star Wars, very classic Star Wars. Very I love Bubba Frick. <laughs> I really liked um, the fight scenes between Rey and Kylo. I loved the water fight scene. Like, yeah, that was gorgeous. The um, and the and their throne room scene. All right, I, I don't know if that was the throne room, but the scene where she's on the ship and then they start fighting each other. Yes. And then they break the the Darth Vader bus, which symbolically that could have been a great moment. The shattering of the Darth Vader, like helmet and everything, mm-hmm. which meant nothing in the end. It was so annoying. I love Zori. Zori is a badass bounty hunter. That's one of my main beefs with the movies. I wish there was more Zori. I like She's super cool. The one complaint about Zori is the fact that, um, they're like, J.J. Abrams really cast one of the most beautiful actresses on this planet and put her in a helmet. <laughs> yeah. like, well, but you know what I liked about it is that she is, to me, what I was hoping Captain Phasma would be. Like, she kind of... She, that's another, like, poor written thing, like, of the th- trilogy, is yeah. why 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 have Captain Phasma... She, like, had this set up like she was going to be more. Although, I will say, I think that Ryan Johnson, what he did with Captain Phasma is far superior to what J.J. Abrams did with Phasma in Episode Seven. Um, um, but no, I like, I love that Zori is kind of like, uh, she's just like a really, I don't know. She's like, she's not even in the movie that much. And I love her. And she's like, she's like a, a, a lady Boba Fett. And I still stand. Did you finish Mandalorian? No, I haven't yet to finish Mandalorian. Oh, I need bitch. to watch it. Need you to need, it. you need to end it. I know. Um, I still stand behind the fact that force awakens should have been the sole movie that the last generation of the saga should have been in. That's it. That's the only movie. They end it there, and then the new generation takes off for the rest of the movie. New villain, new order, all this stuff. No influence on the Skywalker name whatsoever. I think it would have been much better. It would have, story-wise, 100%. And then they looped it back in to this hodgepodge of things at the end. It was nightmare. So let me just say, like that, you just kind of like touched on one of the things that for me as a huge fan of the Star Wars films, for me, it's like one of the biggest disappointments because, okay, so you have this pressure throughout the series to make the new characters relevant. And look, guys, I get it. Okay, I get that not everybody likes The Last Jedi as much as I do. I get that you guys have problems with it. I get that it upset you. But it at least created, like, a new story, a new option, like, like a new a new slate for the characters. Like, Finn, Rose. Oh, don't get me started on that with Rose Skywalker. Oh, so. I let me finish. I, one, let me finish this, isn't it? Then we can get into that because that's a whole other thing. That just it's gonna, I'm going to be fired up about that. But but Ray and Poe, they all have a you. They all have new stories in in Last Jedi, and those are totally scrapped. 
in Rise of Skywalker. And Ray, the pressure finally, they give in and Ray is a Palpatine. And okay, I could even be like, all right, I guess that's fine. In some ways, I actually think it's kind of cool. But then... You, you think it's cool to think about a gross avocado I know sleeping with someone <laughs> oh wait we can his name's Donald Trump oh lord I mean it's... peace out Melania that's uh that is a rough what we should start taking bets after his presidency life after his president or his life after his presidency what are the odds uh that she's like peace I'm out of this I don't know we should take bets on that I don't know I think she's gonna inherit his, his wealth I mean he's pretty old she doesn't have to wait that's a fair point. Like she'll, she's much younger. She'll be like, look at all. What if he's like, I leave nothing to you. That would be some shit, man. Like anyway, no, got sidetracked. So I'm about to sidetrack you again. I, okay. One, one second. You're going to love this. This is going to make you happy. I just want to finish your thoughts. I can make you happy. I, here's the thing. Why? If you're going to make Ray a Palpatine, why? Have the whole movie be about people saying, don't be afraid of who you are. Be who you are. Be proud of who you are. And never shy away from who you are. That's what Leia says to her. And then after she finds out who she is and after she finds out she has these incredibly brave parents who died, who sacrificed themselves for her, whose name was also Palpatine, I'm assuming. Why at the end of the movie have her be like, I'm a Skywalker. That totally defeats the the purpose of everything else. I understand that she's choosing to be a Skywalker. She's choosing to identify with that. And she sees Leia and Luke as like her stand-in parents. But that's totally against everything else that you've been talking about. And like if we're – okay, fine, fine. We got her parents. Are you guys happy? We we found out who her parents are. She's – it doesn't matter. She's a Skywalker. She chooses to be a Skywalker. The parents now are irrelevant like they were before when they were nobody, which I thought was way cooler. Now I'm done. And they're not nobody. That's fucking bullshit. So how come Kylo Ren is like they're nobody? They were just some filthy. They were just some filthy drunk traders. They were not filthy junk traders. They were the son. I'm assuming that was the son. The son and his wife of Palpatine. That's not nobody. That's the heir to the to the Empire. You can't say nobody. It doesn't make sense. His vision doesn't make sense anymore. And then him not knowing that that's Palpatine doesn't make sense. And while I'm on this rant, one more thing. Why the hell would Palpatine create an ugly ass? alien looking thing that looks kind of like him and be like, I'm going to control the galaxy with this thing that kind of looks like me. And its name is Snoke. And I'm going to make people think that it's something that's not me, but it's really me. Why would he do that? Why do that? Why just just be you? Why not just be you? Just be Palpatine. Just be fucking Palpatine. Snoke? I created Snoke. And then there's these disgusting Snoke clones like floating in this disgusting tank. Why do that? It doesn't make any sense. It's weird. It's creepy. I don't like it. It's not cool. You guys thought you were going to find out who Snoke was and it was going to be so cool. Is this cool? It's not cool. It's strange. It doesn't make any sense. And why? Okay. They say in the movie that there is cloning technology. Palpatine, that's how he's still alive. That's what they say. It's in a throwaway line. One of the guys, fucking Mary. from No, Pippin. No, it's Mary. Mary. It's Mary. Mary from Lord of the Rings. He's like, why... He's, he's, he's like, he's my like favorite, cloning technology. My favorite thing that's a highlight of Why that movie. just make a Palpatine clone? My favorite highlight of that is that universally everyone's like, Mary? Like, <laughs> yeah. And he got more lines than Rose. 
Because he was supposed to, he filled in for what Rose was supposed to be. I know, it's... God, that pisses me off. More than anything else, it pisses me off that... Okay, fine, you, gotta, you, you guys don't like her character. JJ, this is your chance. Make her character even more awesome. Like, make her a million times more often, awesome. Give them... A, you're already giving them everything they want. Why do you have to give the trolls what they want by, like... By by marginalizing the first major woman of color in a Star Wars movie. Why? Okay. You and by the way, she's a wonderful character. And you guys who don't like her, you're crybabies. Okay? Grow up. You're on a roll. <laughs> Thanks. I've been, I've been holding that in. See, I said I was pissed at the movie, but you just heard him rant about it. <laughs> so who's really pissed like, about the movie? Mad, and then I just like steamrolled. He, went, he opened up. Yeah. Good. Bravo. Franco did see it a second time with me because he thought he'd like it better. It made it worse. <laughs> I have to see it a third time. Oh, I am going to go see it a third time because it's Star Wars and there's lightsabers. Um, yeah. But <laughs> why does Ray have two blue lightsabers instead of a green and a blue lightsaber? Okay. Why, why does Ray have her golden lightsaber at the end instead of in the middle of it? Why not have like, a whole, her own lightsaber the whole time? Why, why did anyone have their? Why did Leia have to uh, off herself? Why, why do we have to make a whole scene? Why of Kylo putting his that helmet ben, back together? Why did? But, but there's no explanation for how C3PO the lightsaber Have to get his memory wiped, and then two seconds later, it's fixed. Why did? <laughs> why? 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 Get it? Good. <laughs> Why? First of all, Franco's not wrong. The first like few minutes of the movie are amazing. It opens up really cool and really fast. That's another problem I have with the movie. Is the goddamn pacing of the movie is so freaking insane because they have to shove mm. so much stuff in it. And then what's bullshit is that you can see Disney took their hand in all of this because in all the interviews that are happening right now, now that they're free of this, J.J. Abrams is like, yeah, this movie sucked. This movie was not my movie. This movie was done by Disney. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, has all he really this, been saying that? Like, all, all this I stuff has been happening. Um, and now people are asking and trying to get the hashtag release the JJ cut. Um, oh, I'm sure. It's going to be so much better. <laughs> JJ's cut is going to be great. I'm sure. Um, but anyways, beside the point. I'm being sarcastic, you guys can't hear. The reason it like that it's so much Disney involvement is because if you watch Endgame, Endgame has the same freaking story beats or Skywalker has the same story beats as Endgame. And you know what? I pointed out to you how like the ending, <laughs> right? Forbes headline, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker is so bad it sparked a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> um, how I told you how the ending of Skywalker was exactly what happens in Endgame. You know, like hmm. they're in their la few the last little resistance is fighting against Thanos. And then last minute, hey, behind you and all the portals open. Yeah. And then all, all the recruitment that happens in Skywalker. The resistance is fighting and the Empire's like, Emperor's like, ha, 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 you failed. Ha, 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 I am the Empire. I will absorb into you and I'll be you. Oh, that was nasty. <laughs> what a nasty idea. It's his granddaughter who's like, I will I be will, absorbed. I will be there within you and we will together just like what he's gonna be this weird like symbiotic like like voice in her head okay like, but anyways what? the story beat again 
being that the resistance is failing, they're losing, they're losing out, and then last minute they're like, reinforcements are here. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It yeah. worked in Endgame. It was fantastic in Endgame. Not here. Well, you know, it's it's ironic because it really is is Return of the Jedi. The whole movie is Return of the Jedi. And it's not even like, and that's one of the things I was going to say earlier too that frustrated me so much about it is that like the only reason that Kylo dies is so that it can more perfectly mirror Return of the Jedi. Like I, it's also because they so, want to end the Skywalker story, but he dies because Darth Vader dies. And so this way it's Return of the Jedi. It's like it, it rhymes like like poetry is, as which first of all, not all poetry rhymes, you hacks. In Endgame though, so I told I pointed that out, right? How yeah. like the the recruitments cut or the reinforcements come yeah at ultimately in the 11th hour i found an article that said there's five moments from endgame that were taken directly from endgame that are in skywalker and i didn't realize it until i read them so one being the sacrifice iron man's sacrifice Mm -hmm. is also in skywalker kylo kylo he sacrifices himself or uh who dies yeah, I think it is Kylo sacrifices himself, you know. Yeah. And then uh who else there there's like several different moments that highlighted like what Endgame did and Skywalker same exact thing and it's just ugh, bothers me to no end. I think the moment for me that is the most annoying is Luke saying a Jedi's weapon deserves more respect. Okay. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to go into. So uh, rewatching Last Jedi, I had forgotten about plenty of moments, mm-hmm. and yeah, and so there's the moment obviously where he's he just tosses the lightsaber, yeah, and then the other moment that you brought up before after we watched the movie that I got to see is like when Ben and Ray destroy Luke's yeah Luke's lightsaber, and it's fine in the next movie. I was just saying, like, why is there Okay, how come we have to see Kylo have this, like, crossover with the Planet of the Apes where this chimpanzee puts his light, his helmet back together and then he has a new helmet, but the lightsaber, we never see how they put it back together. It's just back together, like, as though we're going to pretend that it didn't get broken, as though you don't have to explain to us why you're getting rid of the last movie. Like... You could have just given Kylo a dope new helmet with some red stuff on it. Like, why don't you just do that? Like, maybe that's in his character. He would make a new helmet. Why do we have to see him put the fucking thing back together? But you're not going to explain to us how the lightsaber's fixed, How even though the kyber crystals were shattered, even though this goes against <laughs> what we know in the Star Wars universe. Um, I didn't realize how much the relationship between Rhodes and Finn were in Last Jedi. Like, they kiss and everything, and it's very emotional. Yes. And, and then the next one, they're like, he literally pats her on the good, shoulder. Good, good talk. This is the most condescending shit I've ever seen in my and life. Then, Why doesn't Ray use her lightsaber the whole movie? It makes me so mad. Okay, go ahead. Um, and then what was another thing in Last Jedi that like there's just so many moments that I saw in Last Jedi that I was like, oh my god, like this does this not does not translate in in Skywalker whatsoever. It's just so bothersome. Yeah. We're probably going to get some hate for this. I don't care. <laughs> the whole trilogy's gotten hate on for good reason. Yeah. Like, the the people like to talk about highly about the prequel series, but not, oh not bring up the fact that they all trashed 
they were all trash. You guys have been trashing that stuff for years. Give yeah. me a break. Exactly. You know what? Um, I still think the, the new movies are better than the prequels. What's it called? I said it. Return of the Jedi. Of course, it matches with this too because it even has the freaking Ewoks at the end. Yes, they even, they even puts in the Ewoks. Like five minutes ago, that was the movie that you guys thought was the worst one. And now, this is the one we want? Like, we're just going to redo that one? I don't know, man. It's just... And they killed off so many people in Skywalker for no reason. It made no sense. Like who? Ben. I don't think Ben needed Yeah, th that's what I'm saying. I think it would have been so um, much more interesting if we kept Ben alive. My favorite character, Greg Gunberg, or Grunberg, whatever his actor's name is, but he, he's been in all three in kind of the background, and he had more in this one. And then they kill him in the end. He cra His ship crashes because he's trying to avoid, like, getting hit or attacked. And... The uh, Poe was like, no, and I'm like, this is falling real flat right now. Well, I, for me, like I saw a tweet that said this, um, <laughs> that there was, uh, and, and, and I, I totally like agree with it. It was hilarious where it was like, there's this moment at the beginning of the movie where Poe just says, guys, somehow Palpatine's back. And they're like, Oh no. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is. I hate this. Why is <laughs> why are we doing this? And then another highlight of it is being the fact that Finn got promoted to general just because he's Poe's friend. Finn doesn't <laughs> offer anything to be a general see in any sense. See everybody's mad at John Boyega on Twitter because of some crude thing yeah, that he said. Laying the pipe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bro, don't <laughs> don't do that. But <laughs> Uh, beside that, okay. Anyways, Finn doesn't deserve to be a general. He is not, or he's not earned that in any of the movies. He's still the same whiny child in all three. He does not develop in any way, which he might have if they followed what was happening in Last Jedi for this one. <clears throat> um, what else? What else? Like happens in this stupid movie. What else gets like Dom Hall Gleason? Dom Hall Gleason is literally so hand and fist, like forcibly, like written into this spot of I'm the spy, guys. I'm the spy. I'm the spy. I've been the spy the whole time. Like this ruins the entire trilogy now. It feels like a direct sequel to Force Awakens. It feels like Ryan Johnson's movie is totally disregarded and disrespected, and it just really makes me bummed out because I thought there was going to be this opportunity for this fantastic conclusion to the new trilogy. And it was going to be meaningful in the way that the, the first trilogy was. And instead we just get this like safe bet that's going to please the fans and it's not artistic. It's not interesting. It's not creative. It's just, it's just sad. I'm, I feel sad as a star Wars fan. I love star Wars. I want it so badly to be good and I want to like it. I still, I'm going to watch it a third time and look for reasons to like it. Like just a couple minutes ago, I was like, let's talk about things we like. Because I want it to be good. I want to enjoy the movie. But it just bums me out. Because Ryan Johnson is a fantastic director. I think he made really brave, creative, artistic choices. And by the way, I just got to say this, okay? I keep hearing people talk about plot holes when it comes to Last Jedi. Literally, I'm, I don't even care if this sounds mean. Nothing that anyone has brought up to me as a plot hole is really a plot hole. It's just you people being lazy. You're lazy. You're not thinking about it. You you like to think that you're smarter than the movie because you don't like the movie. But in fact, you're just you're just being immature. You're just trying to find ways that you can outsmart it because then you don't have to think about the things that it's trying to show you. 
Okay. And I haven't heard anything that is a plot hole. There's nothing that, that I think is like enough of a serious criticism. None of the criticisms that I've heard are like serious enough to me to, to be taken with any water. I like, I just think it's, I got nothing left good to say. Um, Babu Frick is good. <laughs> we love we we stand Babu Frick. Babu Frick. We stand Babu Frick and who's the bounty hunter? Zori. 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 Love Babu Frick. Love Zori. Give me a movie about just them. I would watch the hell out of that movie. That would actually be good. That would be a Zori uh, series on Disney Plus with Babu Frick as a character would be great. I that's, love that. that's how that works. Um, Give me at least a comic book, man. Something. Um, the Adam Driver. I love Adam Driver. Love his performance. Love Daisy Ridley. Love John Boyega. Love yeah, Oscar Isaac. Their their performances are as fine as can be. Uh, who's another one? What's another thing that we like? The Chewbacca. first the first two minutes of the film. Ray shooting force lightning is pretty cool. No, honestly, Chewie's arc should have been him getting blown up. You bite your tongue, sir. <laughs> it should have happened. Since Chewbacca. That, yeah, show but, uh, some respect. They killed everybody else. Leia, Han, like uh, they they killed everybody else. Like Leia, Han, and and one Luke, thing was so and Luke. So they can't me. kill. They can't kill. Chewie. That would have broken they, my heart. Yoda died. I will. Yoda died, and you. Can't, <laughs> Are you kidding me? You can't you can't kill Chewie. Yoda gets to be a force ghost. You know what would have been a great plot twist at the end of the movie? Is if Chewie died and became a force ghost. How would he become a force ghost? He's in the force. Exactly. Now you're like, whoa. Also, this whole time he's been a Jedi. So okay, so okay. So Finn uses the force. Why? Why is that in the movie? Why does he use the force? Why is why is he a force user? It does. It's never explained. It's never gone into. The best thing I can think of is that maybe they want to have some future sequel about Finn or Finn's descendants, where he, they become Jedi or something like that. It it's an irrelevant plot point. It's distracting. It's confusing. I hate it. <laughs> I would be fine with Finn using the force if it had a reason. It doesn't have a reason. It has nothing. But just in a story standpoint, if Ray had killed Chewie on accident, just. Think about like the emotional processing that would go in the film. Okay. Yes, okay. I know. I agree with you. I totally agree that like if Chewie had died, it would have been an emotional roller coaster. But I'm glad he didn't die. At the same time, I think the fact that they psyched it out where they were like, "He's dead." Just kidding. And then did that like three more times with several other characters. They do that with all of it. They're like, "Oh, three PO is not going to remember anybody." Just, just kidding. Uh, oh yeah, Chewie's dead. No, he's not. Oh, uh, we're going to put this Harry Potter moment in there. Fucking dumbasses. I hate you. Which one? <laughs> when they're sinking in the in the damn sand thing, whatever. Oh, I like that. The, the, the straight out of Harry Potter, the first movie. What? <laughs> they're in the gillyweed or the weed thing, and they like are getting strangled, but then they like relax and they suck down into it oh the sand oh i thought you were talking about the festival like the festival where the people that were no that's phantom menace that's fucking straight out of the first film it was okay also why does ray go to Tatooine? i understand it's like nostalgic it's supposed to be cool there's no purpose for it no not at all there's also no purpose for billy d williams to be in it really and there's just because they wanted to fit 
like Lando in it. And then they cheapen the entire character by making him creepy as hell at the end, being like, who are you? I think they were implying. Let's find out. I think they were implying that this is his daughter. But yeah, but, but he it comes pulled, off so weird. It comes off really weird. Like, it seems like he's saying either you're my daughter or maybe we can uh, make something happen. It's disturbing. Captain. Um, I'm the Captain of Millennium Falcon. Do you guys, want to be my co-pilot? If you're a Star Wars fan and you loved it, okay. I'm it, happy for you. Yeah, like, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did not. I won't probably rewatch this for a very long time. I can't believe I have to buy it. But here's some good news for but I do. this man, Franco, mm-hmm. that wasn't what was tweeted out on uh, during the Golden Globes for you who loves Ryan Johnson. It has been confirmed that they are writing a continuation slash sequel to Knives Out. Nice. That follows. That's beautiful. Benoit Blanc. That's beautiful. So. I'm stoked about that. A Benoit Blanc detective series looks like it might happen. I hope he does a trilogy too. I really want a, a Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy. And I would not blame him for one second if he was like, nah, I'm not going to do this because I got too much hate the first time. And I don't think I want to put myself through that. But. Man, Ryan Johnson, I will love you forever if you do if you give us good Star Wars movies again. Please. Please. I think a lot of people would enjoy <laughs> it, honestly. Yeah. And uh, at least we have the Mandalorian. That will keep on going. Then well, we have Obi-Wan great. Kenobi coming out. I'm stoked about Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think that's gonna be awesome. Mandalorian is good. Uh, Rogue One, solid movie. I love oh, one of my favorites, Rogue One. I again I'll I will go to my grave with this. I love um, Last Jedi. I think there's some solid Star Wars movies that have come out of Disney owning Star Wars. I just like the big set, the big pieces have not moved where I want them to. But um, we're going to see what comes next. I, there's going to be more. For sure, there's going to be more. And I'm um, just hoping that they're, you know, I hope that this is a lesson for them. Like, I hope that they can see that nobody's going to be, not everybody's going to be happy no matter what they do. So they should just make good movies. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, anything else we need to cover? We pretty much just... Star Wars. Filled, um, filled the year to start off with, with things. Yeah, sorry to bring some negativity into the new year, guys. We but also, I mean, we already did the self-help thing. Yeah. For you. We are going to get into some 2020 movies, but the last episode of the season, we're going to be talking about The Irishman. Because it's been a movie that everybody's been talking about. It's and right around the corner for the Oscars. And this is a film podcast. We got to talk about it. Uh, we have not watched it yet. I'm pretty excited to watch it. I may talk more about football because, again, the playoffs are on. If some dramatics happen, it'll be fun. Some movies that I think everybody should go see um, that came out in 2019. Parasite. Parasite. Which fantastic. I haven't seen yet, but I still need to see it. Frozen 2 was great. <laughs> Once again, you can listen to our episode with. Um, uh, where we talked about Ford v. Ferrari. It was fantastic. I also tweeted that at President Obama because he tweeted that it's one of his favorite movies. And I said, hey, Mr. President, you should come listen to our episode about it. Um, we'll see if he does. <laughs> um, should, another great movie that came out, Knives Out, that we talked about on the show. Um, I saw Little Women this weekend, and it was wonderful. It made my heart happy. I think everybody should go see Little Women. Um, do you have any others? 
I need to catch up on the year, honestly. Uh, 1917's coming out soon. I'm and stoked about that. Honestly, would hotly debate. People have seen some, some of people have seen it and they're like, this is the best film of 2019. And I would debate it's the best film of 2020 because it has not released to a wide audience yet. It's a 2020 film. It is not a 2019 film. I'm stoked to see it. When does the new um, Nolan film come out? Uh, Tenant comes out in May, I think. Oh, nice. I'm pretty excited about that. We got um, DeAndre's heavy hitter. We got Bond coming out in March. No time to die. And it's great because uh, Anna Darmus and Daniel Craig and company were there for Knives Out. So that's some. Oh, um, Phoebe Waller. What's her name? She won. Um, or she was accepting the award for one of the golden globes but not phoebe wallerman bridge it's phoebe waller bridge i don't know i saw laura dern won a, a golden globe though congratulations laura dern i love you you're my hero phoebe yeah it is phoebe waller bridge phoebe waller bridge who helped write no time to die won a golden globe tonight so oh, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations and thank you for uh joining the team for that for the movie. So it's even more excitement because she wrote her with her show that she had and won the Golden Globe for it, and now she's gonna have no time to die, which makes me more excited because it's gonna be fun to see what she did with it. Um amongst other there's other people who helped write the film. Um what else do we got going on this year? We have oh, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Oh, that's right. The new one comes out this summer. Uh, we're gonna have Black Widow this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's another spy film. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 1984 comes out. Oh, we got um, ah, what is it called? No Mission Impossible this year. No Mission That's Impossible. next year in 2022. We do have a Tom Cruise film coming out. Top Gun Maverick comes out this year. Which yes. I'm pretty excited about. We get uh, The King's Man comes out. That's the other spy film. Oh, there's another King's Man? The prequel, yeah. Oh, okay. Before the third one comes out. We get The Gentleman, which comes well, I out. I was just going to say, the, I'm actually pretty psyched Guy about that. for that, yep. I uh, love Matthew McConaughey. I, I know I'm in the minority, but I love Matthew McConaughey. Uh, for all you fans of the series, the trilogy now ends with Bad Boys for Life. Comes out oh, this month, yeah. too. That's probably my number one for the year. We It is not directed by Michael Bay, so it's probably going to be a little different. Um, but similar in style. You get... What's another one? What 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 is twenty twenty bringing for us this year? What else can we think about? Uh, I think it's shaping up to be a pretty good summer. There's going to be, of course, movies we don't even know about right now that are going to pop up in the circuit. But uh, are you looking them up? Yeah, I was just checking what else is going. We got Birds of Prey. Did you say that? Oh no, we I didn't say that. Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Ooh, Godzilla vs Kong. That's this year. That's this year, twenty twenty. That's what I'm reading right here, anyways. Um, looks like Mo- like Mor- Morbius. We get the Invisible Man too, too, right? Yeah, Morbius. That's what I'm reading. Oh, Artemis Fowl. I read those books as a kid. Wait, so what? I'm, that's coming I'm out. Have to go see that. That's what I'm. That's what I'm seeing right here in the Heights. In the Heights. Oh, yeah. looks in the fantastic. Heights, which will more than likely lead to Hamilton. So go watch yeah. it in the Heights. 
Yeah, it looks great. I, I didn't know what it was about. Is that a new Minions movie? Um, Scroll up. Oh, God, right yeah. Right there. It, a new Minions movie. Is it Minions or Despicable Me? Minions, The Rise of Gru. Oh, no, it's a, it's a sequel to prequel. Minions. God. Um, SpongeBob movie, which, real talk, me and DeAndre are probably going to go watch. Oh, you got to go watch the SpongeBob movies. You haven't seen the second one yet. I and haven't seen the second you gotta one. You got to see that one. That's a trip. Mulan? Mulan! That's yeah. the big one. Uh, Disney, of course, as always, is going to dominate like they like to. We also get Disney Plus original series of like WandaVision. Um, Ooh, a sequel to The Quiet Place as well. Yeah, Quiet Place Part 2. The trailer's out for it. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Go, we, the new Ghostbusters, I'm not super stoked about that. But, we'll have to see more about that. But Yeah. Um, but anyways, guys, we'll end it here. Y'all have a good night. It was great to introduce the new year with you guys. Hope we didn't rant at you too hard. Yeah, I hope you kind of didn't get bored. I, it's okay if you did, if you scrolled around, whatever. Yeah. Um, We did kind of go all over the place with this. But we will have one more episode, and come season two, we hope to do bigger and better things. So Stay tuned. Have a good night. Good day. Good new year. Good life. Franco likes to do mundane things to me. I don't like the way that sounds. (laughs) Well, good thing I'm doing insane things for me this year, aren't I? You're doing insane things for you. I'm doing mundane things for me and insane things for me. You got to have a mix, you know? Why are you getting this like DJ voice going? What you got? This is how I talk. You got this. This is how I speak. How I speak in everyday life. I speak all the day. Talking to Today. your cats like this. Talking to my cats. Talking to yourself. Talking to my boy. Have a good night. I'm over this. I'm over it. Not you. I'm over follow that us, guy. Follow us on Twitter at ReadyPod. If you like the podcast, please like and Or read. Instagram because someone likes to it. forget that we have Instagram. Yes, and follow, follow us on Instagram. It arguably has the better setup. The best way you can help us is to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Because that likes... Give us some mad love this year. Because season two is coming around the corner. And we're going to pop this thing off like champagne. Champagne. Have a good night. Goodbye. Good riddance. Go go, go sleep. Go go to bed. Go go read a book. Go look at the stars. That's actually a good idea. Go look at the stars. That's that's a... We are all Go meditate under the stars. There you go. Like about it, life. And meditate. Okay, first of all, meditation doesn't have to be like you with cross legs. You can literally hang in a hammock looking up at the stars, just like. Yeah, there's different kinds of meditation. Yeah. So, anyways, have at it.